0: alcoholics for whom the bell tolls absolutely wouldn't have it any other way because it wouldn't be the Deacon and Co. show if we did, right? Right. Welcome. This is Saturday, 27th of August, but going up on Sunday, the 28th of August. So we have a great, great day great show in store today touching all of the great things that we talk about and welcoming the new audience welcoming day oneers. you're all decaholics you guys have made this possible for me to come on air each week and give you guys the insights and my opinions and my thoughts and um I don't think I've I've really steered you guys wrong in the direction of what to do with recommendations and um, reviews and touchdowns. Yeah, so you're all going to find that stuff here on the Deacon & Co. Show. Episode 100 Nothing Else Matters because really nothing else matters. Now before any of these wonderful topics that we discussed today, we have to turn around and we have to do a Met update, do a sports update, and then we have to go into our hot take. And of course, the birthday shoutouts here. So first, let's get that out of the way. Happy birthday to a dear friend of the Deacon and Co Show, Marlon, Molly Mall. Hope you had a great birthday, celebrated and enjoyed every moment of it. Um, Rob Halford also had a birthday and someone who does have a birthday just wasn't last week. <laughs> Big shout outs to my buddy Phil and Andrew appreciate you guys tuning in. Phil is one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Um, Decoholics, you obviously know how the influence of my opinions and stuff are on you. So Phil is not a hockey fan, okay? And I sometimes feel that we had warmer weather in May than we are experiencing now in August. So... I would come to work every single time the Rangers played during the playoffs with my jersey on. Does anybody know how hot and heavy a hockey sweater is? It's heavy. But I wore it. I never took it off. Um, At once during the day, I have to believe that superstitions are very much alive, okay? And... When you turn around and you break the traditions and that kind of stuff, you know, I know people who sit in the same spot every week during games uh, or same time every game's on. I know guys that eat the same food, eat the, have the same meals, all this kind of thing on, on game day. And um, it's cool, the traditions and what people do. Um, That's going to be a topic coming up, too, of uh, game day preparations in a couple weeks Um, nobody does it like me. I I do it up every Sunday. This is my life, the NFL. So I try to make it a special experience, uh, every Sunday for myself. And, um, going to games is a little stressful. I'm not going to lie because of how big the NFL is to me with, uh, the wagering and uh paying attention to everything that's going on i obviously can't do that when i'm live at the game still fun but i like to go to a monday night or a thursday night game maybe even a sunday night game because um it it doesn't affect you being able to watch the rest of the games on sunday you know um of course travel time if you're going to tailgate at a stadium may do that but I don't tailgate, so it uh, wouldn't have any effect on me at all. Even when I'm away, I made sure that before I saw Metallica's second part of the um, 40th anniversary, and even before um, the, going to the Chargers game, I made sure that I was sitting inside of a bar watching every game, because that's what I do. And it's the only way that you're going to be good and continue to be good at the things that you love is to implement some type of system that works for you. Different with different people. Different with baseball. Because I do know people that watch 162 games a year. I do, okay? And I would tell you right now that I would never be able to do that. Never. Especially because baseball games, some of them start at 1 p.m. in the afternoon on a fucking weekday. I don't miss games. So what would be more important to make money or to watch a game well (laughs) if that game makes you more money than what you would be able to um, earn going out then you all already know my answer but I don't mess around with baseball like that because of the amount of games so I still tend to not feel as guilty as I once did, about missing a game. So, for instance, I got to watch the first half of the Eagles game before I went to the Chargers game. They were down 22-7 to uh, at halftime. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. So I started heading on my way out to go to the Charger game. And um, basically... I look at my phone after the Charger game, so I have no idea what went down um, at the rest of that game because inside of SoFi Stadium, the Wi-Fi and the reception in there is terrible. The building itself is just so big that you can't get the reception. And if you try to use the Wi-Fi, is I imagine every fan in the stadium hooked up to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's it's just nuts. It's nuts. It didn't work out too well. There was too many people on the network Half the time you couldn't connect. So I threw the phone away and focused on the task at hand and that was getting out of there with the W and we did. So the the crazy thing when looking at something like that and how, you know, one should not feel guilty, um the Eagles came back and won that game, 23 to 22. Um I, I I would normally say that I was g- upset and guilty about missing the half and the comeback and whatnot, but um, it 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 did not affect me as I thought it would. So they got the W. Obviously, I was happy, and um, you know I watched the uh, the I guess uh, poor play, um, first half. And something must have clicked on and that. So I, I did get to see it on the um, the game replay. So if you guys don't know about that, uh, you can basically um, watch the game replay. And, and you can watch the games in like 60 minutes. Uh, they do editing and stuff. They do a really great job where they basically speed up the game. Um, they do it in other sports too uh, where you don't have to watch the full game. You can just watch like the highlights of uh, the games itself. So... That was kind of cool. I got to see it. So I got to see what happened and the outcome there. But yeah, one of those definite, definite experiences that you all must do is to go and see what you love live. There's no, there's no uh, other feeling that you can get from seeing it and being involved in, in something so cool. Um, it's really, it's, it's taken me away I'm I i I'm so taken back from this. And I'm just like, I could never believe that any of this was possible. And again, thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. Quick sports update here. I got nothing for you besides preseason. We'll wrap up tomorrow night. Got a couple weeks off before we get back on the 8th of September. And that is going to be good. Looking forward to the touchdown report. Um, and bringing the action back. We needed this. I think the world needed this right now. It was so much fun going through the playoff run, and that's the great thing about playoffs in New York and playoffs everywhere in general. But it, 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 you know, the Rangers brought New York together this year, and everybody was, was talking about it, and it was a strong, strong feeling. Um, that the Rangers had, and I just, the few people that really criticized and said negative things, really, uh, you know, they should really not go and say things until it's over, you want to turn around and say how poorly they played, all right, on, on one game, you know, that's fine, but they didn't play poorly in any of the games, um they've lost games. That's what happens in the playoffs. A bounce here, a bounce there, an intuitous situation. And now look at you you're down two nothing in the series. Okay. Down three one. Okay. Fuck it. We did it. We did it. We were there. We were contenders and we will be again. The new additions to the squad. Definitely looking forward to hockey season as well. Snowball effect. Starts off with football. Then we get hockey. Then we get basketball, and we'll have playoff baseball. Oh, that is just a sports junkie's dream that you have all four sports going on in one month. Then, to top it all off, baseball leaves after the World Series. What do we get coming up this year? We get the World Cup, and that I am looking forward to as well. Soccer is a big, big money maker, No joke. So definitely going to help you guys with that as well Um, I tend to know more about the teams of the world than I do about anything else I don't really watch soccer MLS, no Um, the English Premier Leagues no, I'll watch Lionel Messi Um, I I just watched a couple of his games um, recently, so he's just unbelievable Um, Met News, Met News Met News Nothing coming up right now except for our Central Park escapade. So rumor has that Metallica will have a new album and that there's going to be a stadium tour um, starting in Europe and then ending in the U.S. um, second half of this tour. So, it's just a rumor, nothing's been confirmed, but it would be pretty cool. Be pretty cool, and I look forward to uh, them being back in the tri state area. This, as cool as this concert is going to be for um, Central Park, it's really only going to be a very short set list. So, I expect the people that are hardcore fans to be there. Nobody's going to just say okay, hey, uh, yeah, oh Metallica's going to be there. Let's go. Unless you're not a hardcore fan, you're only seeing five songs. Um the crazy thing when it comes to doing shows and providing entertainment for people is that you got to have the relevant content and the relevant stuff. So we keep everything or at least I try to keep everything relevant for the time last week we celebrated a big day Um, it is happy mamba day to everyone that knows about this 824 August 24th is Kobe Bryant day simpler than that It's, it's really easy 824 both Kobe's numbers So, you know, rest in peace and you will always, always be missed. Forever in my heart. Um, Let's get into it. Let's get into it now. Topic number one Top 10 video games of all time. And, uh, DG, this one is for you, pal. So, play a lot of video games. I guess you could say I'm a gamer um, it took a little while off over the course of the last two years. and was only playing a handful of games, but, um, been playing again a lot recently. So they felt that this was very important to, um, get in here. Okay. And, um, I think that on this scenario with the video games, it's really kind of like what, audience and geographic uh, you're, ta- you're asking for these surveys because this is from sportsunfold.com and this is the top 10 video games of all time. So, did not jip you guys of the hot take it's coming after. Um, I think it will make more sense to come after than before today again. But it's it's really just a matter I think of where It fits in best, but I usually like it in the beginning. It gets you guys warmed up and ready for what else is coming. So number 10 here on this list, again, from sportsunfold.com, Just Cause 4. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, Number 9, Dragon's Dogma. Now, I got to tell you, I've never heard of this game, so I can't even comment on it. Number 8, Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay, I can see that. Number seven, The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I didn't think it was a top 10 deserving game of all time. I didn't really particularly care for it. Um, Very shocked that there was a couple that haven't been on this list, and I'll tell you the two that I really thought would be on this list after it's done. Number six, Metal Gear Solid. Um, I could really see that this being on the list, okay? This was such a good series and such a good um game and you it made you fall in love with the character snake it, it really did and if you guys know about it or don't know about it um it definitely is worth your time um to play this game it's it's a role playing game and basically you it, it's hard it's challenging it's a real challenging game but it's really good um and i think that if you haven't played it you should check it out um, number 5 is another one that I've never heard of Life is Strange Yeah, never heard of it So I can't give you a comment on it And being that it's 5 And on this list and I've never heard of it That's pretty terrible um, Number 4 here Fortnite Okay, people go crazy about that Number 3, Zelda Number 2, Resident Evil 4 And number 1, Bloodborne Well, I could tell you right now that surprisingly I only have one from this list on my top ten. But what shocks me is that Final Fantasy and Mario were not mentioned in this when Nintendo Switch is the highest selling unit of all time. Yeah, very weird to me. But my top ten, here we go. And kind of shocked that this one wasn't on the actual top 10 as well. Uh, starting it off here, number 10, Decoholics. it is Halo. How do you not have a top 10 list, or how do you have a top 10 list rather, without Halo on it? Like, it, it, it's a joke. Um, number nine, and I'm going deep on the spectrum here because this is the way I truthfully feel that this should be the top 10. And of course, everything's always a matter of opinion until you're taking a survey you know when these guys conduct these things. So, here's my survey input for you. Uh, number 9 NBA Street. Absolutely. NBA Street was great. Um, I always used to use Kobe, Shaq and Jordan. Always. that was my that was my 3 3-man squad first one of 21 after win by 2. Awesome. Uh, number 8 here Resident Evil. Uh, that's the only one that I have in common for the from that list. Now Resident Evil I played on the original PlayStation and it's just they haven't stopped um it it's okay not to stop because the games aren't being uh repetitive as so much as you would think when they're on Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil 9, um it's it's different. So, but I mean you can't argue with how great Resident Evil 4 was, but you also can't take anything away from the other Resident Evils. I don't think Resident Evil 4 was the best one out of them, but that's just my opinion. Uh, Number 7, Call of Duty. Absolutely. It's one of the top-selling games of all time. Uh, Number 6. I actually have a tie for number 6 here because I felt that these games were both equal um, in the movement of early video games and had to be on this list. So, number 5 is... No, I'm sorry. This is six. Um, Mario Kart and Paperboy. So I thought for the longest time that what would be the best system? What was the best system? What do we have the most fun on thinking about this? Um, The best system, I, I mean, for me, was Nintendo 64. It was just a great time... To be a fan of video games, they were, video games were simple, they were, um, you know, it was enjoyable to sit there and sit down and play a game, Um, you know, especially, too, with all the cool things that they had started going on, Uh, all the games, uh, Double Eyes, what's called called, 007, GoldenEye, Um, they, I mean, that was the original, you know, Call of Duty, before Call of Duty. And that was going around you. You playing with another player. The only bad thing was, was that there was a split screen. So you didn't. It's not like now. Sometimes games still use a split screen, but now you could play on the same screen with the same. You know when you're playing the same person if you're playing each other, which is great because it's really kind of annoying to have the split screen on there. But um, so many other ones that were just games that just took people away to a different level. You know, it was just uh, a gaming system that, like I said, was actually fun to play. Um, number five, bringing it back to Sega Genesis. Let's see how many of you remember this one. Steel Empire. Fire, you're a fighter plane. All the levels are just shooting blimps, planes, all kinds of cool stuff, and... Um, It really, really was a great game. And and I think it was one of the um, real, like, I would say trademark games um, coming up. And it did not get enough recognition that it should. Number four, Mortal Kombat. There is no way that you don't have a top ten list, okay? Or you have a top ten list and not include Mortal Kombat. Number three, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, has to be on this list as well. Many, many hours have I spent in my life never getting these precious moments back (laughs) because I played Crash Bandicoot. And it's just so much fun. Little Bandicoot running through different levels of adventure and having to collect gems And having to collect crystals and then fighting a boss, moving to the next little portal. Literally, the levels shouldn't take you more than two and a half, three minutes to do. Uh, Some of them do because they're a little harder, a little longer, whatever. But Crash Bandicoot, I still play it to this day. Unbelievable. Um, Number two, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Super Nintendo. Um, I could say for hours. And just talk about the greatness of this game. But it was a simpler times. Two kids. You either got the choice to be a boy or a girl. Boys and girls. Basically just running around different levels. Obtaining all the neighbors. The neighbors are hanging out. There's different zombies and monsters in every single level. And if they touch the um, neighbors. The neighbors die and they go up to heaven. They turn into little ghosts. So you just have to get them. Yeah, actually, to be honest with you, you don't have to get any of them. You just don't have to die. But if you don't get any of them, you can still go through the exit. So what'll happen is, is after you pick up and collect all of the neighbors, usually there's like anywhere between, um, depending on the level, it could be as low as two, or it could be as many as 11 or 12. So once you collect the last neighbor, then a door... Opens for the exit right then and there. So, if you don't get any of the neighbors after the last neighbor is touched, that door still opens. So, it's very, very cool, this game. And another fun one, too, that I, I can just sit and play this game for hours and hours and hours. Um, that leaves us with number one. I don't know if anybody expected this or not. But number one is just a clear-cut answer. It's the best-selling game of all time in its respected category. EA Sports. It's in the game. Madden. Absolutely. So many children now are learning the game of football through Madden. They're learning the plays. Some of them may just think... All right, let me just pick this one cuz it's a throwing pass or or it's a defense that, you know, what some people don't do that some people let the computer pick that for them. Me, well, I was in a Madden game last night and uh was giving up some pa uh some yards and I said, "Fuck this." I switched over to a dime defense. Next play, I picked the fucking ball. Um, it's a matter of knowing the game. It's a matter of it teaching you the game. Some things you can't teach. I know this shit like the back of my hand. It's just who I am. I've always been fascinated by this game. Why? I don't know. But it's just the things and the excitement and the joy it brings. Watching other men jump on top of each other for a little oval-shaped ball may not seem enticing to everybody, but... The game has come a long way from that. So there it is. Top 10 video game list of all time there. Um, There's a lot of games on here that could have been on here. And uh, I'm sure that there would be so much more if we did the top 100. Well, I didn't get a chance to look at the top 100. I didn't really think that the other list that I gave you guys was any of them were... I mean, let me see. Um, I could see that there is one, two... 3 uh, 4 5 I could see that there are 5 possible correct answers for that list uh, with Zelda and Resident Evil uh, with Fortnite Metal Gear and GTA I, I can't really see the other ones being a top 10 list but again I don't really know them that well in general so now Topic number two here, remembering the Mamba on Mamba Day, and it's a, it's a sensitive subject when, you know, you have an icon like Kobe Bryant pass away so young, and there's not, there's not a day that goes by that I, that I don't think and think of the, um, great, great great career that this man had and to be taken from this earth way way too young really just ah, it's still mind blowing so besides the acolytes alright number 4 scorer of all time 5 NBA championships 20 seasons so much more to Kobe Bryant and the things that he was doing and the things that he was um, expressing needed change and it was really a movement. It really was something else and getting the WNBA to share equality and pay. I mean people may look at it from one perspective okay. He only did those things because his daughter was going to be in the WNBA. I don't know. I think that people have bigger voices when you're somebody of that stature. And um Kobe was big. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, he felt that he could, you know, get things changed. And uh, sure enough, he did. And then things moved in a positive direction. But... um Mamba Day always always is a special day to, for me for multiple reasons. Um, the top five moments of Kobe Bryant's career, and I only did top five here for you because of the things that we talk about on here, I could put a list. Of a hundred different great moments in Kobe's career. I've never missed one game in Kobe's career. Never. And that's insane. You know, that's really, really, really insane. Gotta have the package if you're a fan. You have to. There's no other way to be. So I got to be at at least one game of the NBA Finals in five of the seven attempts. So, and I could not obviously um, go to the last one with COVID, but he wasn't a part of that one. But um, yeah, think can imagine how many great moments that I've seen this guy just work hard, work ethic, and get things done as a player and having goals that no matter what was said were accomplished. Regardless of the belief system in everyone at first, because everybody was, you know, trying to understand here, like, you know, what this guy, you know, comes in, young kid attitude, you know, comes in, thinks he's, uh, you know, the best player ever already off the bat. And uh, he proved himself, and I think that it could have been more if that team stayed together. Uh, First season, um, Rookie of the Year, so you, you know this guy is something special. Keep him on a leash, control his attitude, and things could happen so we'll start this one off here with one two let me see three four five okay five nba finals my first time seeing kobe bryant 2002 june nine game three in new jersey where Los Angeles Lakers went up three games to zero and swept in the NBA Finals, the New Jersey Nets. And I went with my dad. He was a Jason Kidd fan, and he knew how big of a uh, Laker fan I was. So we were um, sitting near Jack Nicholson a couple rows back, and it was a cool experience. So just being there as a kid and not feeling uncomfortable at all because I just felt there were so many Laker fans at this game, and it was really, really, really awesome. Uh, 36 points in the game for Kobe. Number four. 12th of April 2013, Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles. Had 32 points. And. Was a machine. He, he tore his Achilles. Was fouled on the play. Got up. Shot two free throws. And walked off on his own power. With minimal help. From Pagasol. Yeah. Really. Really crazy shit. And. If that was anybody else, they would have turned around and had to have been carried off and not do what Kobe Bryant did, and it was really something crazy to watch. Sad day, I, I cried for many, many hours after this happened because I almost felt like that was the, the real last chance for the Lakers to make a move. To make a move and, um, to, you know, compete for a championship. And they finished in the eighth spot that year and they got swept by San Antonio in the first round. So obviously it wasn't going to change the fact without Kobe they had no chance. Dwight Howard played like shit, hurt his back a little bit, was complaining, bitching, or whatever. So just terrible. Um, Number three, Kobe Bryant, 81 points versus Toronto. Really, really crazy um, performance from him. And um, second highest scoring game in the history of basketball. Only um, Wilt Chamberlain um, uh, had a 100-point game. So very crazy, very crazy. Uh, Number two, Kobe's redemption. Well, Kobe's redemption is when Kobe Bryant played the Boston Celtics back-to-back years in the finals, and they lost the first one. I was there, and they turned around and won the second one. It was bittersweet knowing that we could still beat Boston, one of the greatest rivalries in sports history besides Yankees and Red Sox, there is no bigger rivalry in any sport than the Lakers and the Celtics. The history goes back many, many moons, and the things that were done during especially the heydays of the rivalry, they just were not um, you know, would never be tolerated nowadays. During the finals in the 80s, knowing that LA is from the West Coast flying back and forth, the people in Boston hotels would go and set the uh, fire alarm off uh, in the middle of the night. Remember, three hours behind, so I can only imagine that their bodies may or may not be adjusted to this. Um, they would turn the air condition off in the stadium uh, during the finals. So it was 115-plus degrees inside of these, uh, inside of the Boston Garden. So, yeah. Yeah, it's um, a big, big rivalry, to say the least. Number one, farewell to my boy, this is the final game. As a Los Angeles Laker, as a professional basketball player, Kobe Bryant dropped 60. And... Being there, um, the emotion you could feel it, it was something was just brewing to happen, and wasn't a good uh, well, I mean, he had like 20, uh, 25 in the first half, I think it was, or 20 in the first half, or something, something along those lines, and he just exploded in the second half. It was great, and it, it was really something special. Um, the whole outside of Staples Center was. Um, put up with Thank You Kobe uh, all this great stuff about him and uh, again just taken too soon uh, from this planet I I can say that Kobe Bryant um, was probably my favorite athlete of all time um, besides Michael Jordan uh, but Kobe is right there, um, next to Jordan. I love them both so much, and uh, Kobe took over when Jordan left for me. I was very blessed to be a Laker fan, very happy to be a Laker fan, and I've been a long, long long-time Laker fan um, since I am eight years old. So before that, I was a Chicago Bulls fan. But when Michael Jordan left Kobe was my guy And Just the dedication Okay That one has to have To Never miss a game In this guy's career Now I truthfully Would rather not Turn around and say What ifs and who You know who did this This what you know but If you turn around and you look at things from the overall perspective of being a fan of someone or something, then yeah, you're not gonna wanna miss it. And I saw something special at a young age from him and that was it from there. And I was in Italy and I was playing basketball with some of the locals And they told me, they said, hey, you know who the best basketball player is? And I said, yeah, Michael Jordan. And they said, no, (laughs) Kobe Bryant. Now, we all know that's not true. No, Jordan is better than Kobe. But these guys knew something that I didn't know. I don't know how. I don't know why. But they knew about Kobe, told me about Kobe being more um, than Jordan and everything else. It was just really mind-blowing there. But happy Mamba Day, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. So now we'll go in here to topic number three. And I told you guys that this was gonna be a fun show little longer than the usual shows because it's episode 100 and we are celebrating. Celebrate good times, come on. Absolutely. Always keep you on your toes and never know what's going to happen on this show. Now, looking on this scenario here of Central Park, what five songs would I have to hear... If it was my setup. Okay. So if I pick the setlist for the band. For this show. Uh, and. I mean. It, it does happen sometimes. Where fans do win contests. To pick the setlist. But I would go with. Alright. If I had to pick five songs. For what I'm going to hear in Central Park. I would go with. One song from the first five albums. That's it very simple starting them off with Kill Em All I would go especially being in Central Park Motor Breath uh, then I would go Creeping Death from Ride the Lightning then I would go Master of Puppets from Master of Puppets I would go One from Injustice for All And then I would end it with Sandman. That would be the way that the five songs played in my eyes. Is that going to happen? Absolutely not. But you can always dream. Now, the real topic. Breaking down top ten Metallica albums of all time. Ranking them for you for the Decaholics. Okay? Now, this was very easy for me to do very easy because I have very strong feelings about certain albums very strong feelings about other albums and then there's just the level of respect that every song gets I don't really I can't really say that I hate any song by Metallica I can't say that I hate anything that they've ever done the documentaries Um, some kind of monster. It was kind of annoying, but it was definitely a good side to see the band, um, you know, in that and the progression of their problems that they got through. Uh, You know, it's never, never easy, especially being a global icon like they are. You can let life get away from you really quick, and they kept it together and did a great job. That being said, that comes number 10, Sane Anger. So... Saint Anger is number 10, only because it's their weakest album. Um, I like Saint Anger. I really do. Uh, the only thing is with Saint Anger is that I can't listen to Saint Anger straight through. So I can listen to the whole Saint Anger album, but it's got to be in a shuffle. It's got to be mixed around because I can't. the drumming on Saint Anger sounds like Lars is drumming a trash, trash can. And I don't like that type of drumming. Um, number 9. Reload. Yeah, Reload's a great album. 97. Um, I think it has a couple of really good songs on there. A couple of different songs that we're not used to hearing from that side of the band. Still nailed it. It was a good album. Number eight, Load. Yeah, uh, Load is definitely better than Reload. Definitely got the deep tracks off of there. Bleeding Me king nothing um yeah so waste my hate there's so many many good ones okay off of load um the number 7 here and and I I like this album a lot and I think that it's it's not fair that it came out when it did because I number 7 is hardwired to self destruct um hardwired is really a great album it's it's vintage metallica in the, the 2000s decade Really a good. And you're going to hear a couple songs from there each concert, too. Um, at least one, I'll tell you that. But I usually I usually get two. But recently, I think it's been one. I'm sure it'll go back to two at some point when uh, they are going on the next big tour. Got to switch the set list up a little bit, right? Number six here, The Black Album. Now, The Black Album, uh, we all know, is not my favorite album black album I like the album I don't like what the album stands for I don't like the commercial sound that they switched over to and that's okay they did what they had to do and what not but it does consist of a lot of good songs you are going to hear probably four or five at every single concert so what can I say um Number five, and this one may shock everybody that this is number five, but Death Magnetic, it's my entry point. All right, I I, I love Death Magnetic, I really do. Um, a song that crept into my top ten, uh, The End of the Line, um, yeah, just uh, unbelievable. We bid farewell, the slave becomes the master. Love it, really do um Unforgiven three off of there too number four top 10 metallica album of all time is and justice for all now it's, it's justice is a good album justice was um a different album justice was angry and I just don't understand where the people will turn around and and say that this album wasn't heavy, there wasn't enough bass on it or whatever it is. Try listening to these songs live and you tell me they're not heavy. Okay? Really. And it's just a joke. Um, So many great things happened over the course of Metallica's career, especially with this album as well. First music video, first Grammy comes off of this album. So this is a big album. Number three, Kill Um All. That's where it started. Metal Up Your Ass? No. No record label is signing you when you want to name the label Metal Up Your Ass, they were told. So what did they do? They said, okay, let's kill them all. And we certainly did. Ten songs started their career. Unbelievable album. And I love Kill Em All. Motor Breath, Four Horsemen, Whiplash, No Remorse, Phantom Lord, so many deep, deep, deep cuts off of this, really a good album, Hit the Lights, Metal Militia, Anesthesia, Pulling Teeth, I'm just now just giving you the rest of the album, Um, (laughs) so Seek and Destroy, Uh, really, 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 really a great album, Jump in the Fire also. Number two, and this is so difficult for me to say, but Ride the Lightning. Uh, I love Ride the Lightning so much. It's it's such a great album, such a great song, and the rest that follows. I mean, this is another album where you're going to hear anywhere from three to four songs every show off of this album. So, definitely a big part of the band, and... The fans went crazy for whom the bell tolls, of course, track three off of Ride the Lightning at the most recent shows because the they turned around and were just the old school hardcore fans. There were so many Ride the Lightning t-shirts there, I don't think I have ever saw more Ride the Lightning t-shirts. I mean, it's great album, obviously, so cool thing about that show that I forgot to mention to you guys last week was I actually got to wear my vest for the first time um, to both shows, and it was so fucking cool. And I can't wait to wear it again. It's it's, it's really it was cool. A lot of cool comments from them, people, and um, yeah, it, it really was cool that I was able to wear it. And it only took how long, you know, right? <laughs> so I've been waiting and working on this project for a while And it finally is done So That'll bring us down into number one here Which we all know If what album I did not say Master 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 of puppets I'm pulling your strings Twisting your mind Smashing your dreams Blinded by me You can't see a thing just call my name because I'll hear you scream. Master. Master. Those eight songs changed my life. It is Metallica's best album. Start to finish. Masterpiece. Unreal. But the thing is, off the best album, um i was recently I've only been hearing one or two songs off of Puppets um, each show, which is... Um, a little upsetting because of how great the other songs are and play more Master of Puppets is what we need that's exactly what we need Um, so yeah that's going to conclude the top 10 list here for you guys of Metallica albums ranking them for you so if you guys are new Metallica fans start off and go back and go in order of of the band's history and put your top 10 list together and see where the rankings go depending on how or what kind of metal fan you are it might be identical, similar or what not to this list so if talking about Metallica you have to at least involve the top or the first 4 albums have to be in the top 5 There's no way that these albums are not. These albums change the music and metal and fans everywhere forever. Now, here we go into the hot take. So this one's not really so much of a uh, comparison or a hypothetical question, but out of all the cool things that I've seen in my life, what would I give up to see Metallica in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well... Like get inducted well i I don't want to say that I would give a championship away i don't I wouldn't do that because the teams who won those championships that have actually prevailed through, okay um they worked hard, obviously to win this championship, so cannot take anything away from them. But I would be willing to give one of my fingers. I would um, be willing to amputate one of my fingers to have been at that show. That is so special to me to have been there. But I will not be missing Iron Maiden when Iron Maiden finally gets inducted. So I can't see Iron Maiden not getting in uh, within... The next two or three years. And when you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they also have, um, like, little touchscreens. I think there's, like, six of them. And you go on to it and you vote who you want to nominate to get in. And I'm sure that you could vote for who gets in the hall um, during the poll season for that. So, because I, I think uh, that the. Total number of people left out there on that list was over about two hundred and fifty. So you have basically a chance, um, to go in recommend recommend or um you know uh, suggest or nominate somebody to, to get, into the runnings or whatnot. And it's crazy. So, very cool that you're able to do that. But Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that induction ceremony was like no other, and really really. Uh, good stuff that came from that the speech alone from Flea was unbelievable and the band played of course uh, Master of Puppets and Enter Sandman for everybody and uh, it was pretty epic really I can only imagine just being there and what it would mean so that's why I'm not intending on missing shows of caliber And getting there, and it's just living history of being with something that you really truly love is really an amazing thing. Trust me. So, that would be the hot take. I'm going to risk a limb for the chance to go back in time to see this. Um, Bringing us down into a genius of the week here. So, I got a couple for you guys since it's episode 100 that you guys will enjoy. Let me go back here for a second. All right. So, a couple weeks ago, or about a month and a half ago, two months ago, whatever it was, um, I'm sitting in Babylon, um, Bayshore Village, and I'm watching this guy on a Vespa. Now, a Vespa is probably one of the little fruitiest um, little scooters that you can drive. Basically, guy had like an uh, Asgharfon, you know, um, and... Scott on and uh, he just really fit the part really really well of somebody who is a genius of the week he is in line for some traffic stopped at a light um, or a traffic hold up backed up from the light and the gentleman decided to pull out his phone and start texting and driving a motorcycle so the next thing that happened was, he rammed right into a um, Suffolk County escape vehicle. It was almost looked like a tank. And how does one do this, and you know, go about knowing that you're one on a scooter? I mean, I I don't know what the top speed on this thing is. Uh, he wasn't going too fast. But and and then smash into a cop vehicle, I mean, it's just really really puzzling to me how this actually goes down. So ah, smash into the cop had a, not really wait too long for the police report there, but yeah, they also received two tickets there as well. Genius of the week one there. Second one Right around uh, about two blocks before I saw this um, accident happen with the Vespa, there's a comic book store and a collectible store on Main Street in Bayshore where outside there they put a Freddy Krueger um, life-size, I guess, push-button talk or, you know, one of those things that, um, that talk stands up, things about five, six foot tall. Well, I thought it would be, I guess, funny to cover Freddy's face with a Jack Skellington mask. So you're ready for the genius now. How is this genius? Like, What, what are we going to say now, Deacon? Are we going to say it's fucked up because he did that to Freddy Krueger? Well, I guess we can go there, but no. Um, I watched somebody who pulled almost a snowman move Guys, remember that genius of the week. That was a, probably a, a really great one, and I still crack up about it now. So this guy went up and shook Freddie's hand, or at this point thinks it's somebody in a mask, and obviously it is, but the, it's not, and it's not a live person in there. So they're like literally talking and having a conversation because they thought that Jack Skellington was some live person underneath the mask. They didn't really recognize the fact that it was on a uh, pedestal, that it was on a platform, that uh, Freddy Krueger, has his clothes are there. Like, I just... It's so many things there. And just to see that, I can only imagine how hard I was laughing uh, when I saw this. It it was just crazy. Uh, Decaholics, I love providing geniuses of the week for you because it really, if you're uh, out there and you're experiencing the same thing, please let me know. Deaconacosho at gmail.com It's one of those things where like, you just have to puzzle yourself and compose yourself to every move that people think. If you try to make logical reasoning behind the way other people think, I promise you that you'll go insane. You only have to worry about really what you do and the best moves and the things that can happen for you. Okay, Just look at it from that perspective there. Deacoholics... I I'd wanted to give you all a cool prize for being here for me and always constantly supporting the show. I took the first 100 emails and then added 14 people to this list, okay? Now, I'm going to insert a story here for you into the Deacon & Co. show, and you guys will enjoy this, because out of the 114 people, and I thank you all for participating. No one got this question right. I really didn't think it was that hard. So here we go. Take a listen to this. So now, I gotta say, Decoholics, I have a very special moment that episode 100 had to be crazy enough to get this done. But I wanted to thank everybody for participating in the prize uh, for the question of the week here question of the year and this this was really I thought was gonna be an easy question for everybody so before I do any of that I'd like to welcome a very special guest to the Deacon & Co show for the first time ever Rupert Pupkin aka Deacon's mom Rup welcome to the Deacon & Co show thank you so I asked 114 people and again I appreciate everybody who reached out to me via email okay a very simple question and in my eyes I thought it was simple appreciate and love all of you for answering and getting back to me but not one person gave this answer so here we go live what is the common denominator between the band metallica the greatest that ever lived and michael jordan the greatest basketball player that ever lived rube tell the audience they were both in the whole hall of fame for the both in the Hall of Fames, and thank you for that because nobody even touched that. We had so many great answers. It's so many great answers of um, they were both the greatest at what they do. Uh, They both were starting with an M. There were so many great responses that I got, and thank you all for that. We did have a runner-up for our buddy Brett with Headbanger's Closet. Much love to you, buddy, and appreciate you as well. I gave Brett a hint, and he got the answer after the hint. When I walked in to the house to say hello to my mom, I did not ask her this question. Hands to the Lakers winning the championship next year. Decoholics, know I'm not a believer in the man above, but I am believer in karma. So, no joke, did not ask her this question. She knew nothing about this. So now, Roop, you now won the prize. You had a signed poster from the Hardwired Tour, Nassau Coliseum, your home stomping grounds, just an arms away, away from us. The Metallica kicked off the renovation 2018. So, how do you feel about winning the prize of the signed poster? Well, can I get a different prize? A different prize, like a Starbucks gift card. (laughs) A Starbucks gift card. You heard it there. So, I I guess, yeah. I mean, I had two copies of this. I really wanted to give it to the Decaholics for um, always supporting the show and whatnot. So, I, I guess, I mean. You do know how much of the difference of what is worth, right? Because I want to let you know you can hang on to this and this is worth more than a $25 gift card to this Starbucks here, okay? Just so you know. How about I give it to my grandson then? (laughs) You you can give it to one of your grandsons there. That's great. So you heard it there. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I know this is your first experience. You might have been a little nervous, but you could say anything you want to the audience. What would you say to them? Have a great night. There you go. You heard it from Rupert herself, a.k.a. Deacon's mom. I really didn't think it was that hard of a question, to be honest with you guys. But um, Roop gave us the answer of the question. Um, that was not the 100% answer. But that's okay, because I did not tell her anything about this prior. Um, she did not know what year it was. But yes, Michael Jordan and Metallica are both, first ballad Hall of Famers who were inducted into their respective halls in 2009. Yeah. Absolutely. So, again, thank you guys all for, for participating. I really appreciate it. And um, better luck next prize and next time around because I do have some cool stuff. And... I used to enjoy having trivia and doing trivia and making the list and all this stuff, so it was a good feeling to be able to interact with all of you, and I did not think I was going to have that much feedback. I appreciate it once again. Bringing us down here into Rapids and four Rapids here for you before we call it a day. Um, Rapid number one. If I could see anyone play, who would it be? Hmm. That is a really, really, really great question. Um for me it would be one of two people. Um Magic Johnson or Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, uh in my eyes, the greatest running back that ever lived. Rapid number two. Biggest sporting event ever attended? um, The Olympics, 2012. I would say that that was the biggest that I've ever attended. Super Bowl, yep, been there, done that. Um, Stanley Cup, yep, been there, done that. NBA Finals, absolutely, been there, done that. World Series, yes, done it all. So being there for the Olympics... Meant so much to me. Always will. Rapid number three. Which of your four teams wins first? Wow. Um, Chargers, Eagles, Rangers, Lakers. I think the Rangers win before the other three. Truthfully. Number four rapid of the day. One song that is in Metallica's top 10 that should not be. Wow. Um, If I had to take one out from there, I would take out Seek and Destroy. I wouldn't put Seek and Destroy in Metallica's top 10. Seek and Destroy is a great song. Probably going to hear it at every show. But I just didn't I, I just uh maybe because I've heard it too many times like that, um, that I feel that way about the album. But nevertheless, I think that's the one that should not be in talk's top ten. There's so many that could great ones that could be there and, and yeah, you know we can go on about this forever and ever and ever. So that being said, that was episode one hundred. Thank you guys again for everything for the support, the love, the feedback. It's always appreciated. And I'm going to keep continuing to do what I do, and that is provide you guys with entertainment about sports, pop culture, geniuses of people who do stupid things, and, of course, the greatest man that ever lived, Touchdowns whatever else we can talk about but in the meantime follow me on the majors of social Deacon and Co. Show Instagram, Deacon and Co. Show on Twitter enjoy the rest of the weekend apologies about the show being up late but we had to make the proper call for this episode and I didn't want to half ass it so big episodes for me Milestone episode. And of course. Nothing else really matters. And that's that's the sad. Crazy thing about it. That I can just say this to you. But. In the meantime. Enjoy the rest of the day. And I will be back. With you guys next week. And the touchdown report. Is coming. Can't stop the touchdowns from coming. But for now. I. Deacon himself. Around.